again, everybody. It's Greg Thompson from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. And welcome back to the Liner Notes podcast. As we shared with you in our debut episode, Liner Notes is a podcast where we will be featuring some in-depth conversations with a wide range of musical artists. For this episode of Liner Notes, we'll be talking with Eric Cornelius, who, as you'll hear during our conversation, started his career in trucking as a company driver. And it was aboard his truck that Eric started to explore what would become his music. Today, Eric is the Chief Operating Officer and co-founder of TRC Freight. And while Eric is very passionate about trucking and making the road smoother for professional drivers, Eric is also deeply driven to explore his songwriting and his music. As he shares during our interview, Eric has now found the route that is bringing together two of the leading focal points of his life, trucking and music. Now, folks, as part of this edition of Liner Notes, we will be sharing Eric's latest studio recording, his song, Big Truck Wife. And now let's take you to our conversation with Eric Cornelius on Liner Notes from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. We caught up with Eric through a Zoom audio connection. Eric Cornelius joins us now on Liner Notes. And as you heard in the opening, Eric is the co-founder of TRC Freight, and he is now venturing into the world of music. Therefore, you have Liner Notes, man. Great to talk with you. How are things going in your world? Yes, sir. Thank you. They're going great. And I don't know which one's scarier, jumping into music or the trucking industry. So, Well, once you've gotten into the trucking industry and you've done it for a while, music shouldn't frighten you at all. Oh, it definitely still frightens me. <laughs> I'll do a little show here and there, but I get scared. Hell, I almost canceled this meeting with you. <laughs> I get so nervous when I do these things. Well, as I've told many people, and I've never used this on the podcast, but we're going to hear it now. I've done a thousand interviews in my career, maybe more than that. And to my knowledge, no one has died, gotten seriously ill or anything <laughs> during or after I know that they got ill before it because they're having to talk with me. <laughs> Let me knock on some wood. So. <laughs> yes, I'm doing that right now and we can hear that. So tell us a little bit about your background. First of all, how did you get involved in the trucking industry? So mine is probably common, I'd say, but I was driving and I seen a Schneider trailer and it said, come drive for Schneider or something. This was back in 2001, late 2001. I saw it and I said, let me give them a call and check it out. And that's what started the career for me and the road for me. So I take it that you got on at Schneider and you started as a company driver. Am I right about that? Yep, that's correct. I started as a company driver in an old cab over and my first load was straight up to Canada. And I tell you, that's one way to jump into the trucking industry. <laughs> Definitely, if you've passed that test, you've now gone to the point of no return. So tell us about that first load, because as you know, here on Pod Wheels Powered by Radio Nemo, most of our listeners are involved in the trucking industry in some form or fashion, and most of them have hauled that first load. So tell us about your experience with that. Yeah, I'd say that was probably the most nerve-wracking thing I've done, especially I've never been to Canada before. Hell, I've never left the U.S. before. But traveling in the cab over was the worst part. I'm six foot tall, so the cab over is not my friend. But yeah, going into Canada, it was a beautiful country. I loved it. I had a great time in Canada. But my first load going up there, I think they could have picked an easier place for me to go. But definitely, it was a learning experience. And the worst part about it was my phone bill when I came back. Who knew that you had charges from Canada? <laughs> my Verizon bill was ridiculous. And they never tell you until after it's done. They so. do not. <laughs> <laughs> you survived the first load 
and obviously you developed a passion for it. What has drawn you deeper into the trucking industry? What do you like about it? I really think it's the beauty of this country. I have been blessed to be in the trucking industry for 20 years, over the road, 15 years of it, and especially as a single guy with no kids back then. It was great to be able to see the country and really just enjoy the beauty of what America has to offer. I think that's the biggest thing I could take away from the trucking industry. Obviously, the freedom, the not having to sit in a cubicle or desk, your environment's always changing, but just the beauty of America. So let's fast forward a little bit. And again, it's liner notes, so we can hit the fast forward button. Take us from how you went from a company driver at Schneider to where you are today. So I obviously company driver for many companies. I did a normal bounce around that a lot of younger truck drivers do. And then I found my place at KB Transportation at Sioux City, Iowa. Found my place there for about six years. Then I moved on to another company called Traveloco, a small company out of California. I was really good friends with the owner and they asked me to come off the road and help them grow their company. I think at the time we had about seven trucks or something like that. And we were able to grow the company over a short amount of time to about 147, 150 trucks. And that right there was probably the turning point for me to where I really got passionate about the business side of trucking and what you can offer the owner operators. Obviously, we parted ways. I started my own just so I can get away from all the nickel and diming and all the BS that comes with the trucking industry in the office side. And I really wanted to create something different and kind of disrupt the industry. And we'll talk more about kind of what we're doing different here at TRC Freight. But yeah, that kind of gave me the love, a different side of the steering wheel for the passion of the industry. Well, yours is a very interesting career path. And it's one that there are others who have followed it by starting in the driver's seat, finding out what that's about. Because mm -hmm. as Dave Nemo has said many times, it's not a job, it's a lifestyle. And you know that very, very well. So understanding what the life is of a driver, of the men and women behind the wheel, and then having an opportunity to go in the office learn how operations work, learn how all of this integrates, and learn how you can build a business that had to serve you very, very well. Of course. And I think that's what makes me different as part owner or founder of TRC Freight and obviously handling the operations side of things is that I come from a place of empathy. I mean, there's not a single driver on the road that can say, hey, you don't know what we've been through. You don't know what we're going through because I've been out there. I've been in that box, the blood, the sweat, the tears. I mean, everything happens out there on the road. And I think working at a company or partnering with a company like TRC Freight, you really get the respect that automatically comes with it, knowing that you've been out there with them and you've done exactly what they're doing. Well, you can speak to those situations because you For know sure. what it's like to miss a home time. You know what it's like to miss oh, yes. an event, whether it's a birthday or something like that. You know all of those things. You also know the responsibility and the thrill of being that on-the-ground customer service representative. And when everything goes right, this business is wonderful. For sure, 100%. And the other thing is, you know that even in the toughest days, there's always something rewarding about it. There's always something that catches your eye. Very true. And I'll go back to this country. I mean, I've been to every major city. And what I used to love to do is take my time off in those major cities and really explore and get to know this country. A lot of people never leave their hometown. So to be able to get into a truck and be able to not only get paid, but to be able to visit and tour these different cities and all and see what this great country has to offer. I think that was the gem of my entire career. I mean, I'll always look back on all the experiences I've had and memories I have in these cities. When you talk about touring cities and being out there in the country, what comes to my mind is, as we're talking here on the Liner Notes podcast, is that's what musicians do. So Eric, are you not so secretly looking to move from the guy that would be hauling the equipment and part of the road crew to being on stage as an artist? 
hilarious. I am definitely not so secretly wishing that happens. <laughs> I would love to see how that transitioning comes with it. I mean, I performed a little bit at Matt's truck show and to see kind of the larger scale, like guys like Tony Justice, which I'm sure you're familiar with, the guys who are really doing the music type stuff, not just in this industry, but in country music and music altogether. For sure. I think that's the ultimate dream of anyone who's passionate about music is to finally step into a role like that and really be out there on tour and doing things in the music industry. So you just mentioned Matt's and I have to ask because I I was there. There were folks that were out there performing. If I'd have known that you were up on stage, I would have checked it out. But I was busy collecting podcasts. We did eight podcast recordings in like two days, which wow. was crazy. So I didn't get to do much other than walk around and put my microphone in front of people, which was a blast. But let's talk a little bit about your experience at Matt's. Tell us about performing there with your trucker brethren. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I did a couple of little booths and all and anytime I get out there obviously I'm a nervous guy anyway so when I get on any type of stage I get real nervous about it and I had my backing track that I was using with it but it was awesome man I mean just being out there had a couple of people stop me and tell me if I wrote the song which I did about 10 years ago I wrote it in my truck just driving down the road yeah just seeing all the excitement behind Matt's and seeing the regular artists get up there and perform you mentioned the song I'm thinking that it's the song that I've had a chance to listen to, which is Big Truck Life. Tell us about it. Yeah, so Big Truck Life, about 10 years ago, I was driving on the road and I had an instrumental I was playing with and trying to listen to. And, and it kept coming into my head about this Big Truck lifestyle we have. And it just kind of went from there. It snowballed. And it took me a good, I almost gave up on that song, three, four years to really start building the song and creating it more. And, and then, of course, just last year, actually going into a studio and recording the song. So it's a process of 10 years and me thinking several times, let me just give up on this song and try and write something different. But I'm glad I didn't. I stuck with it. Well, Eric, over the years, I've had the wonderful opportunity to be able to sit down and talk with musicians about how they compose songs. When you mentioned that it took you a couple of years to put this together, it brings me back to a conversation I had with Scott Sherrard about five years ago as he was working with Greg Allman on what would be Greg's final original release. It was one that Greg and Scott wrote together and it was essentially a three-year process and we're talking about Greg Allman who in my view is one of the greater songwriters in the history of American rock and roll. So you're in good company when you're talking about it takes you a while you almost gave up on it. So take us kind of through that process from the beginning of that to what got you through to the finish line. Yeah, so I think it comes back down to the passion of the road. Me being on the road that entire time, the lyrics meant something to me. When I started off talking about sitting up and looking down on the cars behind you or looking down on the world beside you, it all meant something to me. And when I mentioned about either your mom throws gears, there's a lot of women in this trucking industry that are doing the same thing the males are doing. And every single word that I put into this song meant something, especially on the second verse where it comes to the ELD. The ELD mandate didn't take effect yet. And I told the government where they can shove the ELD. But yeah. It was all just a passion of mine, this song, and getting it completed was one of my biggest accomplishments and greatest things I've done because, again, like I told you, I wanted to give up on it. And I'm so envious of the artists who can just sit down and in 15 minutes write a hit or write a nice song. So, yeah, for me, it doesn't work that way. It was definitely a journey writing the song all together. Well, I'll let you in on a little secret. If you spend time talking to a lot of these guys, it doesn't come to them in 15 minutes. Sometimes you have a great day, and I can name several folks that some of the most popular songs of all time came to them in 15 minutes, but they struggled for 10 years before that. So you're in good company there. So you write the song. That's one thing. 
The next thing is getting into a studio and getting it recorded. Tell us about that. Yeah, I think that was a very exciting part of it. Doing it here in Chattanooga in a local studio and finally, finally getting a team of artists with me. I you know we had a full band on this record. So everything was really cool setting it up and seeing the process on that end. That was, this is my very first album I've done in a studio, very first release. It was all new to me and all extremely exciting. I've done some things that were exciting in the music industry, but this was definitely my baby. This is what I created on the road. This is years in the making. So just being able to be in a studio and see it all come to life, that was exciting moment for me. Think back to your first time sitting behind that wheel way up high looking down on the world can't nothing beat that feel maybe you're brand new Daddy taught you Maybe your mom shifts them gears No matter what got you on this ride well, Damn, I'm sure glad you're here We love to spin truck life Got the windows down Tanks filled up Passing miles Trying to make a buck, yeah. We love to spin truck life it ain't for everyone It takes a special kind Nothing like the open road To put your mind at ease Hammer down in the fast lane Black smoke in the breeze Oh, you sacrifice for everyone At times it goes unseen Regulations killing us when you can shut that ELD We love to speak truck life Got the windows down, tanks filled up Passing miles trying to make a bucket We love to speak truck life It ain't for everyone It takes a special We're back with Eric Cornelius here on Liner Notes on Podwheels powered by Radio Nemo. I'm Greg Thompson, and Eric, we got to hear your song, as you said, it was recorded in Chattanooga, and my understanding, we were talking while the song was playing, you've got some more recording coming up, so tell us about that. 
I do. Thank you. I have two songs actually coming out. Hopefully here in the next month, I can get them over to you. One of them is called She Moves America. It's about women who are behind the wheel in the trucking industry. So She Moves America is going to be one of my passionate ones because there's a lot of women in this industry. It's a male-dominated industry, but they are doing the exact same job that the men are. And I don't think they get as much credit for what they do, especially for when it comes here in America. So She Moves America is one that's coming out here soon. And trucking is all I know. That's going to be my next passionate song about me is because trucking is, I mean, for the past 20 years, all I've known is the trucking industry from all sides of it. So trucking is all I know is what I'm going to do. It's going to be an ukulele version because I was raised in Hawaii. So passionate about the Polynesian culture. Yeah, those are the two that are coming out here very soon. Eric, I love both the titles of those songs. I can't wait to hear the song that you're getting ready to record. And you are right. Women are making a true difference in this industry. And what you're doing through your music, being able to recognize those contributions, so, so cool. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your next song because, as you said, trucking is all you know. But really what you're able to do is melding those two passions, the passion for the trucking business that you you have and the passion for music so i have to ask you man how much fun are you having right now with all of this oh tons of fun and i think the passion you hit on that that's really where i want every driver to really find their passion i mean in trucking industry i don't think there's any other industry where you have that amount of freedom a lot of time on your hands to where you can really figure out your passion, whether it's fishing and stopping in Oregon and fishing in some streams up there or Washington. I know a lot of guys who are really passionate about fishing. So they'll go and fish these different water holes and stuff like that. Or whether it's music on the road or anything that you can find your time to fill your passion. I think trucking gives you that time and gives you that outlet to be passionate about other things in life. Earlier in the podcast, you mentioned TRC Freight and taking a different approach. I want to give you an opportunity to talk about that now that we've heard your philosophy about trucking, that you're so passionate about it, that you're now singing and writing songs about it and bringing that passion back into your business. So tell us a little bit about TRC Freight and what makes you guys different. Yeah, so it was founded last year by myself and my partner, Josh Toomey, who's also here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. He used to run a dealership out of here. So he sees on the dealership side where drivers were, for lack of a better word, getting screwed over. I've seen on the carrier side and being on the road, obviously, the drivers always get the short end of the stick. And we both came together and said, look, let's create something sort of like you see a disruption in other industries. We're really trying to disrupt this industry and trying to do things different and make it right for the owner operator, make it a great career or environment for the so that's why we came up with the straight 88% for our owner operators. You go to other carriers, some of the larger carriers as well, they might offer like 70 or 73%. We offer a true 88%. And something we just started was we offer company paid medical, dental, and vision benefits. And a lot of companies I've talked to, even uh, my last carrier said, hey, look, it might not work. Y'all might go out of business. But you know what? We really do look at our partners over our profits. I mean, we've been saying that slogan since the inception of TRC Freight, and we really do want to create an environment where they can thrive. There's plenty enough money out here. You don't have to take advantage of the owner operator. You can really give them a good place to call home and give them all the tools and benefits they need. Obviously, you guys are still in business. Correct. Listen, we're not going to be as profitable as the other companies. I mean, I think we can make a fair living, my partners and myself, and I think that we can do right by the owner operators. So if it caused us to eat away a lot of the profits in order to make them happy and really want to call a place home, I think we're willing to do any of it. We handle a lot of the IFTA. We pay for a lot 
lot of the other things for the owner ops. The owner operators that we've talked to and that we're bringing on, I got two guys sitting outside right now we're bringing on, and then I got 17 more lined up. We plan to grow something memorable and have a decent sized fleet, but obviously it comes back to us leading from a place of respect and empathy and really knowing what the driver goes through. So I think without having that empathy, it's hard for us to sit here and say, hey, we're going to offer free benefits and this and that. We really want to create something big and really disrupt this industry. Well, it gets back to the trucking life, the song. You're not only singing it, you're living it and you're living by your words. Yes, sir. That's true. That's exactly it. You're spot on. We talked a little bit before about you being a little bit nervous, a little bit hesitant about going on stage, Mm -hmm. talking publicly like this. So when is the Eric Cornelius Trucking Life World Tour going to happen? Are you planning that? So we are, <laughs> not the world tour, but we have a wrapped RV that's American flag wrapped and it's in our company information and logo. I'll start hitting different truck stops in different places and scheduling different shows on my time on the road, which I'm more excited about that. Just getting out there and really being able to meet the partners, being able to perform a couple shows and being able to handle customer issues and driver issues where they happen. I don't think any carrier is on the road with their partners. And that's another thing I was really adamant about when we started this company was I wanted us to have a mobile presence and be on the road with our partners. So where a partner can't call us and say, you sleep in your bed every night. No, no, I I sleep where you sleep. Like I'm in the truck stop. Now I'm the COO of the company. So if I'm on the road, it shows not only the passion, but the empathy we have for the driver because I'm out there with them as well. So you're out on this tour. You've got your own material, but are you going to take requests? I will definitely take requests. Yeah, hopefully it's some classic old school country music, but I will definitely take requests for sure. So who would you consider to be your influences musically? I got to start with Garth Brooks. I mean, since I was a younger kid, I mean, I've always looked at Garth Brooks as like the top tier. But then I like some of the new guys too. I mean, Luke Combs, I would love to meet and do something with Luke Combs. I mean, a lot of the newer artists they have. I've talked to someone here recently and they're like, they don't like the new bubblegum country music, but I think it has its place. I think it all does, especially the old school country music, which I love. I seen a podcast there recently with Merle Haggard back in 98. Someone was mentioning a story about it, but the old time country music, I love singing a lot of that. So I'm all over the place when it comes to it. I mentioned Hawaii earlier. I mean, my roots come from Hawaii. My family's from Alabama, raised all my life in Hawaii. So there's a lot of Hawaiian artists, a lot of Polynesian culture, like I said, the ukulele. So a lot of that I bring into my style of country music. But yeah, I'm just passionate about music all around. And I have one other request for you, and hopefully it's an easy one. I hope that you'll come back and join us for another edition of Liner Notes. I definitely will. And I'll tell you, that Big Truck Live song, if you haven't already downloaded it, it's free download. I made it available. We went in the studio, did it up, had a full band, spent a lot of money on it, and I said I wanted it to be free. So anyone can go to trcandme.com and download it for free trcandme.com and download it for free. Very good. Eric, thank you so much for joining us on Liner Notes. Look forward to talking to you down the road. Yes, sir. Thank you. You're awesome. Thank you. That's our conversation with Eric Cornelius on this edition of Liner Notes from Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank Eric for his time and perspective, and we look forward to having Eric back with us on Liner Notes in the near future. As always, folks, please check back with us right here for our next episode of Liner Notes on Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo.